Hi everybody, it's so, so awesome to be together again via this podcast and we just want to welcome you to our second episode. Um, we're getting the hang of this and uh, we're really enjoying these times and we're excited about many, many more topics and things we're going to discuss. But today it's a great, great privilege to welcome you to the Love Lived Out podcast and, uh, and uh, we're excited to have Courtney. She's my sister. Um, if you don't know me, my name is Connor. And uh, we serve together on the leadership team at 24-7 Church. We're involved in many different areas, um, but we're also biological siblings. Um, so hopefully this will be a, a fun one. Um, but it's really such a privilege to, to be able to chat together and to share what's on our heart, what we feel the Holy Spirit um, has been kind of ministering to us as a community about over the last um, week or so, especially coming through Pentecost. And uh, we're just excited about what the Lord wants to say. And also we, our, our deepest prayer and our hope for this is that you'd be so encouraged, so stirred and equipped, um, and that as you watch this, it would cause your heart to burn um, with desire just to know Jesus and uh, to grow in intimacy and relationship with the Holy Spirit. So, Courts, maybe to start off, do you want to just let us know a little bit about who you are, what you do in 24-7, and yeah, a little bit of your background and story? Yeah. So I'm Courtney, <clears throat> I also serve at 24-7 Church in the leadership and I'm a part of the worship team. I am, I'm very passionate about seeing um, abandoned children and orphans rescued and saved and brought into kingdom family and what that really looks like and can look like. I'm um, passionate about seeing the lost saved and worshipping with um, all nations, tribes and tongues and languages very passionate about that, um, passionate about local church, um, and yeah, that's about so it. Good. So one of the, the reasons why we got excited um, about having Courtney on and, and sharing um, was specifically what happened to her about a year ago um, in Mexico. She went to Mexico almost a year exactly. A year from next her. week, yeah. A year next week, yeah. And uh, she just had a, a wild time in Mexico um, with... The, a place called The Mission, if I, mm. yeah, The Mission. And uh, so maybe let's talk about that. Tell us a little bit about why you went to Mexico and what happened in Mexico, and then we'll start to talk about what we yeah. want to get into. Yeah, so three years before um, I went, I there was a prophetic word over our family, I think it was, about Mexico and yeah. going to Mexico. Um, and it just like hit me, and I just really resonated with that prophetic word. And... Um, uh, yeah, I just started praying about it and just found, myse found myself thinking about it yeah. every day and just praying about it and um, like researching everything about Mexico. And yeah, uh, I just yeah. I fell in love with the country and even without being there. Yeah. And then three years after that prophetic word, um, I went to Mexico. Mm. So I had the opportunity to go to a place called The Mission um, yeah. in Tijuana, Mexico. And yeah, I went there to... Um, serve at their church and in their orphanage and their schools and just really um, learn and experience something that I'd been dreaming about for yeah. years. Um, so yeah, I served in their church, helped them with the orphanage um, and did a lot of things that I never thought I would do. Yeah. Um, yeah, that I just didn't expect would happen. And yeah, so the first month I was there, I was there for two and a half months in, yeah. in total. And the first month I was there was crazy. It was very hard and didn't really know why I was there, what Actually, I was doing. Actually, we should first talk about how when she left, yeah. 
you left sick. So yes. I had got the flu really badly. Yeah. And then you got it. And just before I left. Literally, yeah, just before you were leaving. And then yeah. you were super, super ill on the plane. But yeah. the worst part is you got to, I think it was San Diego. Yes. You were so ill in the motel there. Mm. And then once you left that motel, we had no contact with you for a week. Yeah. So yeah. we were thinking like, are you alive? Are you, I mean, I remember yeah. I was just like, just praying like, Lord, hopefully yeah. she's okay and you got there safe. And yeah. so that, talk about that. That was yeah. an intense time. So I had um, gone with my second cousin who I'd only like met three times before this. So we didn't really even know each other that well. Um, and I think I was probably the worst person to travel with because I was mm -hmm. so sick and so quiet that we hardly spoke and she must have thought I was so weird <laughs> but yeah super sick um and got I had to fly however many hours it was just very far yeah. um eventually got to San Diego after layovers in London and all of that that was just so long um but got to San Diego and I was just get it was worse getting worse and worse and worse yeah. um Lauren my cousin just didn't know what to do with me she, she was, was trying to find yeah. medicine in San Diego yeah. like how how can I help you um i got hold of my parents just because I had Wi-Fi in the motel and could tell them I'm alive, I'm in San Diego, but I'm like, I feel like I'm dying. Like this yeah. could be it. This could be my goodbye. Um, super dramatic, but that's what it felt like. It wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so then left the next day to go to Tijuana, which is just over the border of San Diego. And yeah, I had no contact with my family for a week because there was no Wi-Fi and I couldn't get to a shop where I could get a SIM card yeah. or anything. So that was the hardest week of my life, yeah. <laughs> I think. Just not being able to contact anyone. You don't know anyone and I feel so sick. So yeah, that was very Intense. hard and I had to learn quickly how to um, just adapt and trust Holy Spirit and Jesus because that was like all I had, not yeah. knowing anyone. Um, and really just be vulnerable and open to these new people that I just met um, so that I had somebody to talk to and to, you know, yeah. communicate with because it was just so hard. Mm. But yeah, then after that, things started happening and I was healed yeah. <laughs> after a while. It took a little longer than I wanted to, but I was healed and just yeah, so grateful to Jesus. That's the first miracle I think that happened in that whole trip. Um, yeah, and then just started working from the first day um, and doing things that I never thought I would do, like physical manual labor and, you know, weeding and <laughs> yeah, yeah. mixing cement, which I'd never done before, which was fun, but hard, hard work and yeah. stretched me a lot because I thought I'd be going there to do things that I felt passionate about and yeah. felt like I was somewhat good at, you know, and I was just doing everything that I thought, wow, like... Yeah. This is hard, and I'm not good at this. And an anointing for weeding. And yeah, sweeping. Great. Gardening is super awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so in in that time, I just was pushing into Holy Spirit and Jesus as much as I could because I really felt like um, just a lot of doubt and like, why am I here? What am I doing here? Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I'm making an impact or you know just doing anything that I feel called to do. Like, you know, nobody feels called to do physical yeah. manual labor, or maybe some people do, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but that just felt hard, like, and I, f I felt like I wasn't even seen. Like, I'm in the other, I'm on the other side of the world, and, like, nobody really sees me. Wow. Like, 
it sounds like very selfish, but that's what it felt like. It's, I did but feel very... Those questions that you asked are amazing because yeah. I think those are three questions we always ask is impact. Yes, like, like am, I making, what, an am I making an impact? The significance of it, am I being seen? You know, yes. the purpose of this whole thing. So that's like, that was a, a huge couple yeah. of weeks. And that was like four weeks of that. Wow. Um, I mean, I, like in the midst of that, I felt so much joy for being in the country that I yeah. had been dreaming for. and contending for. Yeah. Wow. And just to have my feet on Mexican soil, I was yeah. like, this is incredible. And wow. to see the faces that I'd been dreaming about wow. and to hear the language that I'd been so passionate about and trying to learn. And that was in itself just incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I was just felt so blessed to be there yeah um, but it was hard at the same time yeah. and the first few weeks yeah I it's a bit of a blur because I just it was rough get through yeah. It, yeah get through it and um, then talk about that shift like what yeah. changed yeah so I just every space I had every quiet moment I had I would you know t- take myself aside and just pray and ask Holy Spirit like Lord like I just want to you know, be who you've called me to be in this land and yeah. um, be a blessing to these people. Like, if that's all I do, like, I'm happy. Like, it's yeah. so worth it. So, wow. prayed lots. Um, and I think something shifted where I felt Holy Spirit tell me, like, um, you're more seen than you think, like, in these small things. Like, wow. don't, like, just keep going. Like, stay strong because you're more seen than you think and you're making an impact that you can't see right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I just stuck at it and just tried to be who he's called me to be and whatever that looked like. And then, yeah, something just shifted and doors started opening Yeah. where it could only have this. been Jesus and Holy Spirit. Um, because, yeah, they, I, I just started having conversations with leaders mm. from that ministry that um, I didn't think had seen me in the last four wow. weeks or even noticed me doing anything and... You know, they had actually seen everything and they um, were just actually wanting to catch my heart and Mm. see where I was coming from and who I was um, in the midst of all of that too. Yeah. 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 So anyway, I got to um, serve in their worship team, which was incredible and just a huge experience in a new language, Mm. you know, singing in Spanish and getting to work with musicians um, from the other side of the world was just an honor yeah and um, so I started worshiping with them I um, started working with the children who I hadn't worked with for the first four weeks I thought am I ever gonna see children like this yeah. is what I want to do came, yeah. yeah and like that door opened and now I could really you know connect with the children and speak yeah. to them in their language because they you know don't know English at all and so yeah. I'm learning to speak to them in another language and just love them and show them Jesus and teach them and it was just beautiful um, what about like talk about that grace with the language I remember yeah. you said to me, like, it was actually uncanny how quickly you, you were catching on. Yeah. And also that, that when you were singing, you were singing in Spanish, mm. but it was like a, like a Spanish person singing. Yeah. Um, even the, yeah. the locals were saying, like, wow, you actually, yeah. your, pronou- your pronunciation is amazing. Yeah. So talk about that. How did that... Yeah. So before going to Mexico, I tried to learn as much as I could mm. of the language, which is really hard when, you know, nobody speaks Spanish here. Like, yeah. it's... Very hard <laughs> to practice, learn it. You yeah. can't practice really, and you don't really know if you're saying things right or yes. all of that. So that I didn't really learn much before going, and then when I was there, it's just everywhere. Everyone's talking Spanish, so you have to sort of just <laughs> pick it up as you go and try and understand what you can. Yeah. Because you know they just ask you something in, in Spanish, and you're just like, okay, like yeah. try and answer. 
um, which was awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah, to sing in Spanish was was crazy because, you know, they bring you the, your sh the sheet music lyrics, for the, yeah. the lyrics for the songs and it's all in Spanish and they're like, can you lead this part sure. and this whatever and we'll go through it with you, but, you know, are you comfortable doing that? And I was just like, okay, like, let's do this. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and it was amazing because when you just let go of the fact that I actually can't do this, you know, <laughs> like I don't know this language at all, yeah. but Holy Spirit, like just come and help me sing in this language. When you worship and you throw everything else out, like it was amazing because I sang in Spanish and yeah. I like worshiped in Spanish and they, yeah, like you said, they said, they were like, your pronunciation is perfect. Like you sound like a Spanish singer, <laughs> like, it's amazing. which was awesome. Yeah. yeah. So to learn that is crazy he's yeah. doing everything in another language in another culture and that's so good incredible so yeah. good and then you started to work with the kids yeah and then the one story that jumps into my head which i think is so wild is and tell me if i'm wrong here but i remember you had a dream or a vision yeah. of a little girl and you had her name as well and yes. when you went there you found it she was yeah. there in the orphanage yeah do you want to tell yeah. us yeah so i just had a dream i don't know how many years ago about a little girl mexican girl named sophie or so like i didn't really know if it was something like that sophia yeah. sophie something like that um and i just i could see her face and everything and i was like wow that's awesome maybe i'll meet her one day and it is she was this little girl very little wow. girl um yeah i met her the one day i actually just remember hearing her name sure. being called and i was like who's that like where's that little yeah. girl and when I saw her, it was the face, and wow. I was just like, oh my word. And I don't know what that was about, like yeah. why I dreamt about her, but yeah. I just got to give her a hug and love, love her. her and yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's awesome to hear, Power. hear yeah. that years before you go. Like, yeah. 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 So yeah. talk about that, that next season, the next, I think it was three or four weeks that you had, yeah. where everything shifted. Now you were active, you were doing the things that you had so yes. long to do. Yes. And then talk about some of the stories and the testimonies because at that stage I remember you saying like you had nothing else but Holy mm -hmm. Spirit and uh, yeah. in fact I remember I think on one of the calls when you phoned back home you said it's like it feels like he's walking next to me mm -hmm. holding my hand or like speaking yeah. into my ear it's like there was that kind of yeah. closeness because you didn't have anything else mm -hmm. you know you didn't know the place you didn't know the people you were still growing yes. in relationships yeah. and so you're just leaning on you know, your relationship with the Holy Spirit and trying to be obedient to Him. So maybe share like a couple of testimonies and yeah. things that happened. Yeah. yeah. So the the next few weeks I got to um, serve with them and go on to what they call like um, trash ministry or trailer ministry. And that's mm. where you just go into the community and you serve. Like you ask if you can take their trash because that so they good. have to pay for that. It's quite a, a lot of money for them to pay for their trash to get taken every week so if you say that that's for free like and they're we're going to take it free yeah. they're like wow that's it's incredible awesome. so we did like stuff like that we went um weekly trailer ministries which is where you just go and like throw a party in the middle of, of a community yeah. and just you know play music and teach the word and love the children and dance and so yeah. just like fun things like that which was awesome for me because i got to get into the streets and the community of yeah. tijuana mexico and just love on the on the people so yeah, that was awesome. One of the testimonies um, that came out of that, which for me marked the whole trip. Like, yeah. I just felt in my heart, Lord, if afterwards I said, Lord, if this was the reason why I came, you know, from South Africa, like, it's all worth it. Like, yeah. if it was just for this one day, it's all worth it. So that was um, one of the weeks we went to a community called Ojo de Agua Community. And we did uh, trash ministry there, and that's where we, you know, we take the trash from the 
houses. And so we were walking on this one street. But that morning, I'd woken up feeling the presence of God and Holy Spirit so thick and tangible on me mm. that I, I just, I was so expecting. I'm like, Lord, what is happening today? Like, yeah, wow. I feel different today. Like, you, you're, I'm so aware of you today. I feel you so tangible. Like, what is going on? And so I just held on to that throughout yeah. the day going like, something's going to happen. What is it? And we went in our group to this community and we were going door to door just asking if we could take their trash and then we would minister to them and tell them so about beautiful. Jesus and all of that, which was beautiful. And then one of the houses that we went to, um, part of the group went to the house and I, I just thought with some of the girls, I'm like, maybe we shouldn't you know, overcrowd this one house. Let's yeah. let them do this one and we'll just hold back a bit. So we waited and we're just chatting and we're waiting for them to finish. And um, I look to the right and there's this man on a bicycle riding towards us with a hat on and he looked very like rough looking yeah. and so immediately like my flesh is a little bit like okay no, he's, he's coming <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's this. Um, but I it, even in that moment I felt Holy Spirit like it's okay like wow. I felt peace and I felt like safe you yeah. know yeah. and he, he got about like 10 meters away from us and stopped and was just staring at us with glasses on and so I'm just like okay I'm like waving to you know it's like everything's good yeah. and um, he just called us over like that and said come and I just went. I probably shouldn't have built that. Should have, but yeah. anyway. So I just went over, and I'm like, "Hello, like hi." And he he just said, um, "I'm the vigilante watch guard over this community." That's what he called himself. Wow. Um, he which said, is I'm, "Which is crazy." Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, "I'm just coming to see what's going on here. Like, why are you in my community? Wow. Why are you walking around our streets?" And so we, I just you know told them where we're from, what we're yeah. doing, um, and yeah. So then he just opened up. Wow. And said, um, like he was quite amazed and in shock that we were from a church mm. and that we knew Jesus and that all of that. He was yeah. a little bit like t- taken back. And then this door just opened and he started opening, about, opening up about like his life and what he had gone through mm. and just where he was in his journey. Um, and I mean, this man, there's scars all over him. Like he looked like he had been in the war. Like yeah. it, he just looked like he had a rough life. Um, so he just started t- telling us stories, um, and then he mm. mentioned that he believes in Jesus and he knows Jesus, but because of the life that he's had and he's lived, yeah. whatever, he just is not sure anymore. Like he just didn't know if Jesus was real anymore, and he was thinking about taking his life. Like he just didn't see the purpose or reason for living anymore. Um, and so he said his last prayer, like recently, a few days before that, was. Lord, if you're real, if you're really real, um, bring me someone or send someone to me that carries, this is like word for word what he said, that carries the fear of God and will speak into my life. Like that's, wow. that's what he prayed. And he was like, okay, like if it happens, it happens. Otherwise, <clears throat> that's it. Like yeah. I don't want to live anymore. And as he said that, he pointed at me and he said, and I see it in you, like with the strong voice. And I like, in my flesh, I was kind of taken back because it was yeah. a bit scary, but my, like the spirit inside of me rose and wow. I immediately was like, yes, you see it in me. It's Jesus. Like, yeah. and he loves you. And then I just asked him like, so can I pray for you? And he was like, yes, pray for me. And so I prayed over him. And while I'm praying for him and the other girls joined me and they're praying, um, I felt Holy Spirit like audibly in my heart yeah. say like, I want to restore his family. Like wow. I'm bringing restoration for this man's family. Wow. And so I just felt bold and I was like, okay, 
I'm praying for your yeah. family. So I'm like, I don't know what's going on in your family, but I just see Jesus wants to restore your family and bring wholeness and healing back. And he just starts crying. Um, and when I finished praying, he said, how do you know? How did wow. you know? And I'm like, what, what, what? And he says, um, I haven't seen my kids in years. Like, I have no family here. I went to prison and did all these things, and I just haven't been able to see anyone yeah. or speak to them for years. And I was just like, that's awesome. Like, Jesus sees and he yeah. knows all of this. And I just got to encourage him and love him and show him that Jesus, like, has a purpose and a plan for yeah. his life and that, yeah. you know, yeah, that there's just so much love for him. So he left that day like he left us with a smile on his face looked like a different person completely and I just believe like that he could have um been a testimony even in his community to the people that live around he's got influence he's got influence there so yeah I think his yeah so that was awesome it was such a privilege and I just cried all day the rest of the day I was like lord if this was why I came yeah you know then it's so worth it I love it I remember seeing the picture I think somebody took a picture and sent it and that moment just looked like, yeah, it was intense. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And then I remember um, one of the other moments, which was a scarier moment when you, mm-hmm. you called us and said, um, you know, you're okay, but you had been doing trailer ministry and, and suddenly there, you were caught in the middle of like a, I don't know if it was gangs or cartels or something, but there's a shootout essentially. Yes. And, yeah. You know, gunshots and bullets flying. And, mm-hmm. and so tell us a little bit about that and, and like yeah. how to process that. You come away from it kind of a traumatic thing but you didn't feel like afraid or shaken yeah 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 that was the the crazy thing like in the midst of um something that felt very scary like I I didn't feel afraid yeah I think it was it was a very quick thing that happened yeah um but we were in the middle of trailer ministry like loving on the kids and I think they were actually doing a a skit like they were doing a little story of the bible to the children and we were sitting with the, the, the people and we just heard gunshots, like close, like as if it was wow. right here. And we all sort of panicked going like, what, what's Did that? Where's that coming from? What's happening? And within seconds, people just started screaming and running. And that was just like the end of trailer ministry wow. for that day because it just went crazy. And it was just chaos. Wow. Um, and so we just had to get up and run to the bus and head on home. Yeah. Um, and what we had heard later, I'm not sure of the facts and everything but it was basically yeah I think it was a, a gang or something it was like a, a drive-by wow. hit and run sort of thing but they didn't kill anyone or shoot yeah. anyone which was good they missed so thank you Jesus yeah. but um yeah so in that was real. very scary yeah. and it was real and it was just so crazy to me to be like Lord I was so close to that like anything could have happened I yeah. could have been hit like it was, it was a very scary moment but yeah. I was so full of peace and like yeah. just Holy Spirit and Jesus knowing that like it was a miracle. Like yeah. he was with us, and yeah, nothing happened. So and good. Yeah, so it was hard and it was scary. And I phoned back, going like, "Oh my word! Guess what just happened?" It was intense. Yeah. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And very great. Also, I'm just thinking like, um, before we get onto the other stuff, just the last thing I really wanted you to kind of share was, it's amazing how you went on this three year journey, yeah. burning for the nation of Mexico, and you still carry that same like burning fire for them. But what I think ministered to me so much is you went there and your, your, your you know, feet are in the soil. You're doing the things you've been dreaming about mm-hmm. with a community that carry the same heart. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was perfect. I remember you phoning back and just going like, this is incredible. This, mm-hmm. is, this is the same heart, the same vision, the same way that they're doing this. And uh, doors were opening for you. You know, they were offering you positions uh, mm-hmm. to stay. 
Um, and then the Lord spoke to you about uh, it's all nations. It's not yeah. just one, but the same way you feel yes. about Mexico is how I feel about the nations. Yeah. And, and I mean, you can talk about that more. And then also how you felt, like the Lord said, right now I need you to be back yes. in South Africa. Yeah. So maybe just real quick share about yeah. that shift. Yeah, I think the, the three years before going, um, just praying about it and dreaming about this nation, I went through a lot of up and down thinking like, why? Yeah. Like, why am I feeling this? Because I'm probably never going to go. Like, yeah. there's a lot of doubt and, you know, you just don't think it's real or it's realistic, yes. you know. Um, and then... Even the provision was actually supernatural. Yeah, oh, the money came definitely in supernatural. Yeah. Like, without family and, and community, yeah. like, pouring into me and helping me get there, like, yeah. I wouldn't have gone. So that was all Jesus as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when I was there, it was such a beautiful experience knowing that I was now in the place that I'd felt God's heart for and the dream for. And then in the, in the midst of that, I, I felt him say, like, um, Mexico's mine, you know, wow. like, it, it's not yours, it's mine. Wow. Um, which just shattered something in me, realizing, like, Lord, yeah. like, even though I was so passionate about yeah. this nation, like, it's your nation, so, yeah. like, do what you want to do in it. And whatever I can it's do, be your hands and feet here now do that in me and through me um, but through that I, I felt him show me the passion for all nations yes. through opening one nation wow. to me which was incredible so sure. through that I just felt a, a new passion stir in me for all the nations of the world and for ours like the one that we live in now yeah. and the one that we were born in like I just had a new passion and desire and longing for this country South Africa yeah. and what he wanted to do here and how I could be a part of that still wow. um, yeah, sorry, what else did you ask? No, that's power. And, and like now, being in South Africa, still having a longing for the Mexican people, yeah. the nation of Mexico, but also a longing for the nations of the earth, as yes. well as, uh, you know, the people of South Africa. Yes. It's like, how do you, how would you say you carry that in your heart? I mean, where do you position yourself? Obviously, in terms of like, you know, you're praying and intercession, but yeah. what is it like to, to carry that? Because I know... You know, it was in a sense, it was like it was your dream when yeah. you were in Mexico, yeah. and it's like you give up one dream yes. for the dream of God. Yes. Um, and what does that feel like, and how do you how do you journey that? Yeah. So like with that, I could have stayed there because it was yeah. everything that I wanted, and they were offering me to stay there and yeah. work with them. And I, as much as I wanted that because it looked like everything that I'd been dreaming for, I could feel Jesus say like, "Go home. Like wow. you, you need to be home." Um, because there was other things and there was more to it, not just that. Yeah. And I still feel in my heart that I'll go there because I love them. Yeah, and I'm still passionate about that nation yeah. and that whole region. Um, but yeah, so like now I think I think I was opened to something that I wasn't open to before. Yes. And that is all nations and that is the bigger picture and what yes. um, his plan and purpose for the world was from the beginning, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think now I'm just more open to that. So I'm finding myself... Um, open to praying for more things and wow. um, hearing Holy Spirit on, on more things, yeah. not just the things that I felt passionate about a few years ago, but yes. now I'm going, okay, that opened something. Wow. Now I can see more, I can hear more, and I, you're, you've, you've like expanded my capacity to, yeah, to see more, if that, if that makes yeah. sense, and to, yeah, to pray about more sees, things, yeah. what He sees, yeah. exactly. So it's like it's new perspective, and so like, it's just broadened yeah, the, the picture for me, which so is, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, that's power. What I love, the reason why I so wanted um, you to share that is because it. I think the big thing for me when you came home, the difference was 
you had really cultivated friendship with the Holy Spirit. And I know that's been a journey for, for you and myself and a lot of our community for the last couple of years. Mm. Um, and I think it's just amazing that, you know, we're kind of forming this just after Pentecost. But I just want to talk a little bit around, um, around that, that mm. friendship with the Holy Spirit, cultivating relationship yes. with Him. And, and we know that it's not like what I love about the person of the Holy Spirit is it's never um, a method or a formula. Yeah. And it's like, that's the way to do it. Yeah. Uh, it's this relationship that is so unique to every different uh, person, yet the, the way is the same, if yeah. that makes sense. Like yes. there's a different difference between the methods and the way. And what I love about your story with Mexico is that it's almost like the methods and the formulas and everything you desired was there and it was like perfect. You just needed to slot mm -hmm. in and everything worked. Uh, and then Holy Spirit's like, now that I've shown you that, that, that picture, that yeah. perspective, I want to show you that it's for more than just one yes, thing yes. and that my ways are actually higher yeah. and different. And so you, you end up coming back home mm -hmm. and sometimes it can be like, Very what the heck, you know, different. but, but your heart has been open to a whole bunch of different things. So yes. I wanted to talk about, um, like the different dynamics and aspects of relationship with Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. even in the testimonies that you shared there, it's like, there's moments where you, you hear him mm -hmm. and then there's a risk element to obey because you have no, you're just stepping out. Yeah. You have no idea what's yeah. going to happen, but you're obeying him. Yeah. Um, but then actually what I love, and I think it can be missed when you tell the story, is that you woke up like that time mm -hmm. with that man. You woke up feeling yeah, the presence of the Lord, but you held on to that yeah. and you stayed open and receiving and you were aware of his yes. presence. Yes. And I think that was a, like that was an important part of the whole thing is Definitely. that when we live aware of his presence, when we live sensitive to his voice, it's easier to obey because we were hearing him. So yeah. let's talk about like hearing the Holy Spirit. How do yeah. you, how do you hear the Holy mm -hmm. Spirit? What is it? What's that process like for you yes. every day? You know? Yeah. I, I think it's different for everyone hearing the Holy Spirit. I, um, I do think that when we are aware and open to Holy Spirit, we will hear Him more. And so um, being like attentive to Holy Spirit, I think, yeah. is the most important thing yeah. in hearing Holy Spirit. Um, because we can get so caught up in fleshly things and how we feel and yes. all of that. Um, but when we are open to Holy Spirit and give Him the attention that He deserves, because mm. He's a person, yeah. um, then it's like Holy Spirit subdues flesh. Yeah. And we can hear him, and we yeah. can. So I, I, I think I, I like I. I always feel like I hear him, like audibly inside. Yeah. Like it's it's not something I hear with my ears, but it's, loud. But it's like loud yeah. in my spirit, loud in my heart, where yeah. I'm moved by something. And and I think he he compels us. Like yeah. that's what I always feel. Like even in that moment with that testimony, yeah. I felt compelled. Like it was scary, this man coming towards us. I don't know who he is and he looks quite scary yes. on the outside, but I felt compelled and yeah. Holy Spirit like drew me to him. Wow. And that's when flesh goes because in the, in the natural, you don't want to do that. Like yeah. it was scary and looked a bit dangerous, yeah. but Holy Spirit takes over when that. you're open and aware and you give him your attention. He yeah. says, do this, do that, whatever then yeah, then you're open to it and he compels you to respond and to, and to say yes. So I think, you know, relationship with Holy Spirit and hearing him is being attentive and giving him attention and being open on, yeah. to him yeah. because he's right here. He's inside of us. He's with us. Yeah. Um, and, then, and then we will hear him when we do that. And we hear him in different ways. We yeah. hear him through the word. We hear him inside. Sometimes people do hear him audibly yeah. and, you know, and that's awesome. I want that. Like, yeah. But yeah, I think I think there's so many different ways, and if we give him the attention and the time, and yeah. this just be open to that, 
we will hear him more in all these ways. So um, good. Yeah. And I, I think what's a big part about it as well, even just in the, my own walk with the Holy Spirit, has been it's, um, his voice is familiar because he's inside of so, you. And so yeah. he... Sounds like you. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it. It's like yeah. he, he almost sounds like you in, in a sense. And, and I think uh, I remember probably about two years ago, an encounter I had with the Lord where he said to me, the most intimate experience that you can have is the voice of God within you. Yes. And that's the Holy Spirit is... Wow. is um, to have his voice inside of us is just and it's i think sometimes we actually i mean he's always got something to say he's always speaking to us he's always um, ministering to us but we can miss it because it's almost it's too it's, it's like it's so it's so natural yes. to hear him because we were designed to hear him yes. that we discard a lot of what he's and saying we doubt. It's like and we, we doubt know. yeah and we and we second guess and we question and we wonder like oh, that almost sounds too simple mm. i mean sometimes yeah. holy spirit is so simple in what he's trying to communicate and minister yes. to us um but one of the things that i i love and um i think like learning that you can only become as a Christian what you've received from the Holy Spirit because oh, yeah. like he he imparts to us everything that is in the nature of yes. Jesus and so like the fact that you had that boldness I mean I know you as your brother and that wouldn't be a normal thing for you you would be like hold on a second this guy what's going on but there was a boldness that came on you to minister to him because you were receiving yes. from the Holy Spirit so and every every miracle that we've seen Anytime we've laid hands on people, the times that the, the power of Holy Spirit flows is when we're conscious and aware of receiving, yeah. when we're conscious and aware of Definitely. being aligned with Him and just mm -hmm. releasing and, and not actually so focused on my part in this, but yeah. actually like, Lord, what are you doing? What do you yeah. want to do? Um, and so maybe let's chat around that a bit. Like I know for me, um, what, it, what it looks like to stay in a posture of receiving from the Holy Spirit every day one of the fruits I think is like is being thankful Definitely. where I find myself in a place of gratitude in, yes. in so many moments throughout the day yeah. just that he's with me yeah. and that regardless on whether I'm feeling some kind of you know a manifestation or not I mean there's times where you do and there's times where you don't but when, when you're not feeling it I'm still thankful in faith because I know he's one with me and he hasn't yes. left you know yeah. so how do you find like from a faith and a, and a receiving point of view like staying in that place of uh, being in his presence throughout the day regardless of feeling yes. um, and yeah do you want to yeah I think I'm that? learning and learning more every day to receive yeah. because I, I think we can like receive him once when we get saved and That's all good, of that yeah. and then we, f we forget that we can receive him every day like yes. because then you get caught up in other things more maybe the giving and the action and what yeah. it looks like and all of that and then we forget to receive um, and I think we're we're being continually transformed every day which yeah, means we've got to keep receiving yeah so for me like just like telling myself every day to be open and yeah. to receive yeah. and not just be so eager to do the things um is so important so yeah. i think i'm learning again what it means to receive and what it looks like to receive so yeah. um just staying in that posture is my desire you know so to just keep keep receiving um because it, it looks different but we need to receive, like, because in order to be transformed and to hear him more and to go deeper with him in yeah. relationship and to know the person of Holy Spirit more, we got to keep receiving him because yes. he's doing new things all Come the time. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just, I'm also just very thankful for Holy Spirit, yeah. like, in that place of thankfulness for who he is and that he chooses us and wants to dwell in us Come and with on. us. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, just learning to receive again yeah. and letting that shape and 
dictate our lives every day. Like yeah. that's the reason for living. Like yeah. that's why we're alive and everything else comes after that and around that. So good. Yeah. So good. As well, like with that, I just think one of the things I'm always challenging myself to do is to to be comfortable with um, to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. If yeah. that makes sense. Like yeah. learning yeah. that that my relationship with the Holy Spirit comforts me yes. in the, the things that He's called me to do that require risk and that often yeah. put you in a position that you probably naturally wouldn't put yourself in. Yeah, um, but it's in those moments that you see the miraculous. It's in those moments that you see the fruit of the intimacy that you have with Holy yes. Spirit um, you know, revealed yeah. uh, for other people as well, where yeah. they're touched and ministered to. And, and it's in the smallest things you know like when you went to pray for that man it was when you were praying for him that he spoke to you about his family yeah you know yeah, it's like god didn't true. prepare you beforehand mm-hmm. this is you know sometimes he does that yeah. and it's beautiful but so many times it's in the risking it's in yeah. the you know trusting him. trust trust is a big thing i think yeah the trust but i think that's like what i love about the trust is it's developed yes. um daily with yes. him Yes. Like, yeah. and and the more you risk and step out and experience him, the more you trust him because you're realizing, wow, yeah. like you know, I, my natural perspective is so not yes. what he's about and his yes. way. And I think, like in the last two days, what I felt in my spirit around this kind of topic of friendship with him is that he he really is not um, so caught up in the methods and the and the yeah. you know the the formulas and whatever he he's it's his way it's like the way of the spirit the way of the holy spirit is 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 what we're called to live in because when we're just living in the way you know jesus is the way the truth and life and we're living in that the methods can change and look different every time Mm -hmm. and you know that's why when you see jesus ministering to people it's like you know sometimes he did this and the other time he did that and there was never this like one way of how to minister to people because he was just coming from this relational place with the holy spirit and I think we have to realize um, the deep longing yeah. of the Holy Spirit uh, is, yeah. is that, is that place of fellowship, that place of oneness yeah. with us where we can, we can do, live in the impossible, live in the supernatural, not because we're trying hard to be something, but because we are that in Christ yeah. and we've received that from the Holy Spirit and now we're beginning to live yeah, from so that good. place, you know. And so yeah. um, I just get excited and I think your, your, the testimony of what happened in Mexico and... and um, what's happened since you know in terms of what what holy spirit has formed in you and there's so much more to come um but but i think it's such a beautiful expression Mm. of you know risking being obedient doing what god's called you to do uh and it costs there's a sacrifice to it and there's moments where you're thinking oh my word what's happening and uh you know it's never just this easy perfect Mm. thing but he comforts you in all of those moments yes. and he divinely enables you to do what he sent you there to do yeah. and, and, and to fulfill that purpose. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah, I'm just, I'm so, so stirred by, I mean, your life and, and the way that you've, you've lived and as I've watched you, um, you know, live. And, and I'm, I'm just encouraged to really, really allow the Holy Spirit to be everything that he wants to be yes. in my life. You know, I, I think sometimes as Christians, yeah, sometimes as Christians, I think we are so uh, methods orientated that we're looking for ways to be better at something rather than actually just learning to receive from him and giving him the room and the space and the lordship in our lives lives to just be who he is. And when that happens, like he begins to rearrange and transform and change and adjust and, and you become everything that you were, you know, destined to be by the Lord. Um, not because of efforts or, or striving, but because you've received. Yeah. And uh, just the one scripture that jumps so in my good. heart to, to bring us to a close. 
um, is in is in John. It's John one, verse twelve. And I love. Um, I'm reading from the Amplified, but it says, "But to as many as did receive and welcome him, he gave the right to become children of God. That is to those who believe in his name." And I read that this morning, and I was just so stirred about. It's the simplicity of those who receive him yeah. and welcome him. Yeah. And it's like if he's received in your life and if he's welcomed mm. in your life, you can actually not just be called a child of God, but actually live as one. Yes. And when you live as a child of God, mm. uh, you, you're not the same as anybody else. You're yes. not normal. You're, you're living from another realm, another dimension. Uh, it's a supernatural life yeah. because of who you are, not because of what yes. you're doing. Yes. And so I, I just, I'm so stirred and so excited. And I think the call to action in what we've been talking about and discussing, uh, I think is just the invitation from the Lord to a life of intimacy with Him, a life of reliance, dependence, uh, a life of humility, Mm -hmm. where you don't actually have everything figured out. You're not actually, you know, uh, 10 steps ahead. All you know is what He's saying right now. And I'm just yielding to the present word of the Holy Spirit in my life. And I'm being obedient day by day because I trust Him and I know Him. And um, so maybe... Should we just pray and release that of everybody that's going to watch this? Mm. Um, and um, yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for what you've shared yeah. and for sharing things that are, you know, real and raw and sensitive because they're part of your, your yeah. journey. So do you want to maybe just pray and, yeah. and we'll, I'll join in? Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, we love you. Sure. We thank you that you're with us and that you choose to be with us. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for sending your Holy Spirit. We honor your presence. Yes, Lord. We honor you for all that you are, all that you've done, all that you're going to do still, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you that we can come boldly and confidently into your throne room, into your presence, Jesus, because of your Holy Spirit, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you that we can trust you with our lives. Mm -hmm. Lord, I just pray for everyone that will watch this, God, and even for ourselves. I thank you, Lord, that as you reveal to us more and more every day our purpose and why we're alive, why we wake up every morning, why we're on this earth, why we know the people that we know Mm -hmm. that are around us, why we go to the places that we go to, as we we know that more and more every day, God. I thank you that your Holy Spirit enables us to know who our Father is, Jesus. That it's in our relationship with Holy Spirit that we know who our Father is. And with that identity and true knowing in our hearts, we can be who you've called us to be and live the life that you've called us to live, Jesus. So I thank you that faith and hope and trust in you would stir up in every heart That we would be aware of you, Holy Spirit. That we would see you clearly, God. That where we have forgotten or um, where we just don't see you or give you the space to speak into our lives and move in us, God. We just strip all of that away now. And we thank you that your Holy Spirit is being revealed to every heart. That you're coming in and you're making your home in us to live and abide every day. Mm. So I thank you for the attentiveness 
to your spirit, Lord, that we would um, learn to op open up our lives and our hearts and give you the attention that you deserve and allow you to speak and move and to trust you, Jesus, every step, every moment of our lives, Lord, mm -hmm. to be totally undone by your goodness and who you are. Thank you, Holy Thank Spirit. You, we love you, Holy Spirit. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And Lord, I just pray right now as people are watching this, that in this moment, whenever it is for the person that's watching, I just thank you that your tangible presence yes. would just come on them, not just on their physical bodies, but in their minds and their hearts, their souls, their spirits, Lord, that you would so touch them with your glory and your presence, that your voice, Holy Spirit, would wrap around them. Yes. And Lord, even those, I feel like there might be some who watch this and, and feel like they just struggle to hear from God. I just mm -hmm. pray for a confidence yes. through the Holy Spirit that you were born to hear Thank from you. God. You were designed to hear from God. Yeah. It is not difficult. It's not hard or challenging. You need to learn yes. to receive and learn to welcome Him. Yes. Disengage from the natural and your mind and the intellect and start to engage with the Holy Spirit from your heart, from your spirit. Spirit to spirit, deep to deep. Yes, and as you begin Jesus. to do that, there's a rest that comes on you. Yeah. And there's a confidence and a, and a surety. And, uh, and then you'll begin to feel Him lead you and guide you. And so I thank you, Holy Spirit, that this would mobilize people to yield. That this would mobilize yes, a movement of surrender. That yes, as they yield and surrender to you, they would also rise up in the boldness and confidence to be obedient to every word yes, that you speak, Jesus, Holy yes. Spirit. So we just say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are thank so incredible you, and we love you. Love and I pray that you'd be glorified mm -hmm. and blessed, Lord, through this conversation. Yes. And that you would minister to many, many hearts mm -hmm. in Jesus' name. Thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. So we're just so thankful um, for yeah. the opportunity to do something like this and to release content like this and we really do pray that it blesses you that it ministers to you and uh, touches your heart and that you really do experience um, the power of the holy spirit as you listen to this and, and we pray that as you've listened and as we've shared that you have been touched um, and encouraged so we love you guys bless you and we will see you soon